Cheers. Cheers. All right, so this is attempt number two. Wait, no, we got to take a drink first. We can't just cheers and not drink. You're right, you're right. Ah, crisp. Getting, yeah, that's, that's like the best temperature. Mm. Right, so attempt number two, because I wasn't really happy with the first one. Okay. I feel like I just used the wrong mic. So, well, anyways, introductions. So um, I go by Hako online on the interwebs. And I'm Lumi. I go by Lumi on the internet. Yes. The World Wide Web. So both of us kind of stream. Well, kind of, I would say kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not we, full time streamers. We used to stream a lot. We don't stream as much. I've kind of swapped to just making YouTube videos, and so we tried to do the podcast off my YouTube mic, and I just feel like it it, it it's not built for two people. Yeah, we need to get two mics eventually. Yeah, eventually. Well, two mics get, for recording. Yeah, I'll I'll work on getting like a audio interface that can have two uh, mics plugged into it. Uh, but we're using the Blue Yeti now, and it. Is a million times better for this from what we were messing around with. And um, yeah, I think I'm going to like this one a lot more just because the mic sounds better. Tell, or tell us a little about what you stream. What What is your Lumi Kills Twitch channel like? Well, first of all, the name in itself, Lumi Kills, because I got skills on kills, you know? Okay, ooh, okay, ooh. okay. I'm not that funny. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I like to kill things like zombies. What kind of zombies? Resident Evil right. infected, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. No, they're not. Not no. I think. Um, what's that show? Oh my god, The Walking Dead. No, no, no. The one with Pedro Pascal. Oh, The Last of Us. The Last of Us. I think they're called the infected. I think so. Yes. And um, because they didn't want to call them zombies. Yeah, and then for Resident Evil, it's like a virus. Yes. Right. Anyways, they're all zombies. Whatever. Quick question about that. I think I've asked you this before. Is there a difference between a Resident Evil zombie and just one of those deformed, like monster type things, or are they just all considered zombies? Um. Well, like the liquor. Is a liquor a zombie? Or all, just a they were all like mutated from being tested. Okay. So I I don't want to go super deep on that because there's some stuff I don't know. That could be a whole other podcast. Yeah, We're exactly, getting ahead of our right? first podcast. But like, <laughs> essentially, all of them had some sort of virus okay. that Umbrella created, okay. right? So there's like the T virus, the G virus. Like there's just like different uh, viruses that you see testings and stuff like you see in Resident Evil Seven and things like that. So okay, but yeah. So, I love streaming the Resident Evil franchise. It's, like, my favorite franchise for, like, PC gaming. I know originally it was for, like, other consoles and stuff. But for PC, I love playing Resident Evil. Anything horror-ish. Like, I'm not saying that everything that I play is, like, scary. <clears throat> but it has... Some, some people would be scared yeah. of what I'm playing. Oh, like, yeah, there's yeah, people yeah. that can't play Resident Evil or, like, Dead by Daylight or Phasmophobia or things like that. But... For me, I like it. Creates good content, especially when you actually are scared. <laughs> I yeah, I don't like dark hallways in games personally, and Resident Evil has a lot of that. They do, and but they don't scare me now because I kind of know the game. <laughs> yeah, because like when when I used to watch you stream them, there were moments where I was just like watching you, and I'm like, oh hell no, like I just I don't like it. I don't care. But I'd be I'd be you know I'd be four or no no not four two two with all my help. <laughs> I'd be Resident Evil two with a little assistance. But it counts. 
And okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so that for sure. Um, I like to play League of Legends. That was like my first PC game ever. Good old League of Legends. I'm not super good at it. I've been playing it since season one, even though you can't tell when you look at my account because they changed the leveling system. Yeah. So it looks like I'm a noob, but I'm not a noob. Season one, baby. <clears throat> but they kind of needed to because like there were people who hit level 30 uh, like in season one. Mm-hmm. And then it took until like, I don't know what season they're on now. Like it took up until like a couple of seasons ago. We're like season ago. 12 now? I don't know. I don't really season twelve point something. Maybe I can. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, I. That used to be my game. I loved that game, and now I just don't keep up with the news. I, it's kind of. Used to be a diamond player. It's kind of old news. <laughs> a washed diamond player. <laughs> I always have to throw that in there. Oh, he's a diamond player in league. <laughs> but now I, I watch more Apex. I like. I like the Apex scene a lot. Um, but I'm starting to hate the game just like I used to hate League towards the tail end of when I like eventually stopped playing. Cause I think eventually you just, it becomes so like you, you play it so much that you end up hating it. You I get think burnt out. Yeah. Well, it's a little burnt out, but then it's just like when you start playing a game or when you've been playing a game for a while and you start asking yourself like, why am I playing this game? Like that's the sign, the first sign of like, you're not having fun anymore. Well, here's Time to the move thing. on. This is why I enjoy games with a story, mm-hmm. like Resident Evil. Yeah. You're following a story, and you are part of that story because you're that person, right? Versus like you're playing a game with four or five people, and you're doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Just different situations, or still the same strategies, or you're trying new strategies or new builds because things keep changing, and I feel like that's how they make it more interesting. But you're still doing the same shit, you know? Yeah. But versus a story... You're like either want to wait for the next game or blah, blah, blah. You know, that's kind of what I like stuff like that. Anyway, like Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. You are following a storyline or Pokemon. That's a little different because you're not you're like trying to co- get catch them all. You're collecting and you're trying them to all, get yeah. all the shinies. And eventually you get bored with it because you already did everything you can do. But with like <clears throat> those, you know, what are they called? Like PVP games, right? Yeah, PVP. Like games like that. Player versus player. Yeah. It's I feel like at some point it gets boring. I think, well, I think, because I'm experiencing this a lot now more than ever, because, you know, I'm I'm 30 now, and I think when I used to play a lot of games like Call of Duty, Halo, League, you know, even Apex, a lot of the fun is the strive to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, ranking up, right? Oh, I'm bronze, but I want to hit silver. I want to hit gold. I want to hit plat, diamond, whatever, right? And I think I've hit a point where I've played so many different games with so many different rankings and hit a specific threshold like plat to diamond. And when the next game comes out and there's that same ranking, it's kind of like been there, done that. You know, I've hit diamond on X amount of games. Why do I care to hit diamond in this next one? You know, and Mm -hmm. I think it's a little bit of getting older. But or also, some people like to maintain that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I definitely think like my competitive side is like near dead, which is why multiplayer games are starting to not be as fun because I'm not having that strive of like, oh, no, I want to prove that I'm a diamond player, you know. But yeah, single player games you can't go wrong with. Yeah. No, and, you know, I do like this. That's why I enjoy them. Cause, and then also, like, I'm not the greatest at video games, okay? So, at least, what, okay, I guess but, I'm going to rephrase this. I am not good at first-person shooters because I am good at Resident Evil. <laughs> and I'm good at finding out clues and things like that. But I think you're, it's not that you're not good at them. It's that you don't play it enough. You don't practice it. Yes, because that's what I was going to go with kind of next is that 
For example, League of Legends. I used to be decent at it. I never ranked because that, that was too intimidating for me. Um, but I wasn't bad. Like, I would make some good calls and some good plays, you know. There was even some plays where, like, I was, sell- I was doubted by my team. And that was, like, my friends in real life. We were all, like, in the same room. We're like, no, like, just trust me. Let's do it. They're like, I don't know. Like, that's, that doesn't sound like we should do that. And I'm like, just do it. Come on, let's go. My, oh, I have my ult. My ult is ready. Tower dive all day, every oh, day, I'm, baby. Oh, I was such a tower diver. Oh, but anyways, and then we do it. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Like, you, you that, that worked. And I was yeah, I told you guys. But because I would have sometimes get that doubt from my the friends I was playing them. Like, I love them. But, like, I wouldn't get doubt from them. So I didn't feel like I was good <clears throat> enough or just good in general. So I'm like, oh, I'm not going to, you know. So then I would, and then obviously, like, Games like League of Legends or stuff like that, you have to keep playing because either the game's changing or you just lose that skill. Meta changes, yeah, you know, so, muscle memory mechanics, yeah. So for me right now, it's that I, I I don't play as often enough to be super good at it. And I've never been good at building. Like, I've even I've been playing season one, I'm not good at it. I just can't remember it's, those kind of stuff. For me, it's like, for me, it's like this, like, gib, 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 gibberish. Yeah. You know, I can't. It's, it's, nope. Building is half the battle, uh, and for anyone who doesn't know League of Legends, building is just like, in, in the game, you get gold to buy items to build, quote-unquote, build your character to be stronger, um, and there's like mid-maxing builds where how can I efficiently max out the stats of my character that I'm playing according to the build, but yeah, I mean... League of Legends could be a whole ass other podcast, too. I know. Oh, my God. But that's just me. Aside from that, you know, I love to read as much as I can. Anime. I love true crime. So, yeah, we're we're into a good, like, a good bit, which is ultimately kind of like why we decided maybe start a podcast, because we're into so many different things, and we, like, me and you just talk about everything. Yeah, we're like, you know quotation mark nerds you know and well a lot of the times (laughs) most times like we you know it's it's at night and and we've just seen a show or we just played a game or something we start discussing about it and it's not even necessarily nerd stuff it's anything Anything and everything hashtag real talk you know and there's so many times we're midway in that conversation. We're like, why are we not like, why is this not a podcast? This, like, this would be a podcast. Why didn't we record? Yeah. Like this. There's times we're like, wait, 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 pause. Let's rec- hit record. But obviously there's no record button because we're like driving or something. But And and so, yeah, I feel like, I mean, fuck it. Let's let's try to do a podcast. And uh, worst case, you know, we, we end up not going or following through with it. Best case. Cool. People, people want to listen or join in on like our opinions and stuff like that but uh yeah i mean i feel like we both talk a lot (laughs) we do so why not you know but i would say that you know i we can't really pinpoint like oh this podcast is going to be about video games because we're not just going to talk about video games we we can talk from a variety of things for Um, example like i'm super into you know games uh esports even like mainly apex side uh, you know, anime, I read too, but I'm only like fantasy, sci-fi type stuff, while you like to read more of like, I don't, I, I, I don't know, would it be like mystery, I, like... It depends, because I like, like, Stephen King and Rice, yeah, so but the, I also I mean, like, like just fantasy as well. vampires, but mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm 30 years old, but I don't care, but sometimes I go towards the young adult novel feel, like, you know, like, I, I love Twilight, 
You but know, like but... you also read like the recent book that you just read. Oh, that's my first time reading a book like that. So I oh, read, okay, I, okay. I'm glad my mom died or my mother died. No, I think it's, I'm, I'm glad my mom died um, by Jeanette McCurdy. She played Sam, Sam in, in iCarly. Yeah. So that was my first time reading a book like that. Like it's kind of like a biography kind of mm-hmm. thing, but stories of like her life. I really enjoyed it. And that's like a whole other, oh, I can go deep dive in this to, into this book. But I've been reading a lot, also like psychology themed books. It's more for school, but I've enjoyed them. And I purchase psychology books whenever I can here and there. Because that's just my, my, you know, my, my field. So. You see, this this is this was the point of, <laughs> we got so much. It's, it's not going to be, we're starting off today with with One Piece, the live action oh, on Piece. Netflix. We want to talk about that today. Good old One Piece. So we're starting off with that today because it's pretty much the newest thing we've seen. Like we're still watching Ahsoka. Ahsoka's not over yet. Uh, but we've completely finished One Piece live action right now. And... So we're starting off with anime, but we kind of want to emphasize that anime is not yeah. what this is about. It's just what we're into. Yeah, Part of what we're mm-hmm. into. Because there's been a lot. We're just going through TikTok and then seeing all of these TikToks of discussing this this live action um, One Piece, you know, adaptation. Every time we're like, well, did you watch this TikTok? And then we start talking about it. And I'm like, wait a minute. We could be recording this conversation because I think, I mean, I would hope that we make some good points. Or, you know, it's just fun to talk about. It's fun to listen to other people, hear their opinions. And there's some opinions that are just, like, insane, like, really. (laughs) But My my personal favorite thing that if we we do end up doing multiple, multiple podcasts, you'll you'll learn this about me. But I love, like, when when closed-minded people on the internet have their opinions and how strong they are and kind of absurd they are. I love making them mad. (laughs) So it's like... I love I love the fact that like we're both more open-minded than closed-minded. Mm-hmm. And for example, I know a lot of people already nitpicking the live action because it's not exactly like the anime, which I've seen every single episode of the anime. And like, I have I'm, not. I'm a One Piece <laughs> fan. Yeah, I've seen all every episode. <laughs> Lumi. That's right. Look at look at I can cut that out. Watch. <laughs> See, never happened. So me and Lumi have just uh started One Piece. <laughs> well you don't like my editing style no i just I just think it's funny because you did like Ka-ka-cha. yeah every time i cut something out i'm just Ka-cha. but um so we just started watching the anime together because i want you to watch it now that we've finished and to like compare and contrast like i love i love doing that and but where i was going with this is that i know a lot of people online who are like oh they skipped over this episode or they didn't put this in the live action, therefore bad. It's it's not it, any adaptation of anything with a thousand episodes. They're gonna skip over stuff. You have to. And you have to just go straight to the point, like the summary yes. of the the situation. And I think the live action did a really good job with keeping what they could, but keeping the most important parts. You know, and like the moral <laughs> of the story yeah. and the characters' personalities and their stories. So, but yeah, so I I think. As as a anime watcher, I didn't read the manga before I watched the anime. I wasn't that that hardcore, uh, but I do have a couple One Piece manga. So. Oh, you did! You bought some at Anime Expo. Yes, uh, but the anime is great, and the anime is interesting because the the episode count is very very scary. Anytime you recommend One Piece to anybody, it's like, oh, by the way, it's like 
almost 1200 episodes long. I can you barely know? finish a 12 episode season. And and I get it and I 100% agree. I don't remember if I started it. I think I started One Piece at the like very very beginning of COVID because it was a time where we couldn't go out, mm-hmm. you know. Half of us wasn't even working, you know, like it it we had to stay at home. And I remember just being like this is the time to mm-hmm. start it. That was being Bob Ross. And oh, you were <laughs> then painting. I found out he died. Yeah, I know. You're like, oh, this I guy's cool. No, he died. I wonder where he is. I'm like, uh, six feet under. He's yeah, been there. <laughs> I started crying literally. He's like, this guy's awesome. I was like, he died. I'm like, what? Yeah. And then I'm painting and crying. Anyways, continue. <laughs> no, so I just decided, you know what? I'm bored as hell. Um, I don't, I, I don't think I was recording a whole lot on YouTube at that time. Because I think I didn't start really grinding it out until like 2020, 2021, where I started, because it was after Animal Crossing. I wasn't recording any Animal Crossing, um, which Wait, that was great. I thought you started when Breath of the Wild came out. So I started my channel, that channel back in like 2017, mm-hmm. but I recorded a bunch of Zelda stuff, and at the time it wasn't getting any views, so I was like, okay, well... Oh, because it was a fun project. So, you know, I was already streaming. I already had a previous YouTube channel, but it was all multiplayer stuff. Mm-hmm. It was all League. It was all Smite. It was all, you know, Halo or whatnot. Whatever you want. Like, just all PvP stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was around a time where I was like, I want to do single player content, but I don't think my channels are, like, built for that. Like, yeah. I mess up the algorithm. So, I was like, for fun, I'm going to create... A, a different YouTube channel. At the time, it was The Legend of Hako. Because I thought, I'm just going to record Zelda. It's probably not going to go anywhere. Cool. Uh, so I recorded a bunch of stuff. It was like a lot of tutorial stuff. Not so much playthrough stuff. And then I, like, as I post it a week later, it wouldn't really have views. Maybe a couple hundred. And I was like, okay, so it didn't work. Because I didn't want to tell anybody about it. I just wanted to have a little fun experiment to see, can you build a channel with no like marketing marketing no exposure <laughs> yeah. you're just straight algorithm and then it was like a few months later i was like oh i'm curious i totally forgot about the channel let me just check and then like four to five of those videos had like 50,000 60,000 videos like within a month so i was like oh shit this is this is big and then that's when i started looking into like well when can i get paid from it and it turns out, it doesn't matter how many views you have, if you don't have a thousand subs, you're not getting nothing. So I was like, screw it. It's getting that money. I'm going to grind it. I ended up getting the, the what, is it a thousand or a hundred? I'm pretty sure it's a thousand. For like, to get paid? To get paid. I want to say it's like a hundred because when I reached a hundred plus on my YouTube back in the day, I would... I had to sign up for like how I wanted to get paid, I think. I could be wrong. That was like, what, 2013? So I'm not sure. But it might be a thousand now, maybe. Because when I did, I think, I think, don't quote me. Okay. So it is a thousand. Oh, it's a thousand. Okay. So it's a thousand subs, and you need at least 4,000 hours watched on your channel. Yes. For the year. For the year. Okay. Which doesn't, it sounds like a lot, but it's, it really isn't. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it really isn't. Um, so I hit that benchmark eventually, and then that's when I just started, like, 
Because now I'm, I'm, I try to be consistent with videos. So wait, how did we even get? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Uh, so basically I did that back in like 2017 and around 2000, I would say like 19, a little further into COVID is when I realized like, oh, my videos a couple years later are at the 200,000 views, almost 300,000 views. And so at that point, that's when I decided, all right, I need to just, I need to get back on this. And, but before I decided to, to start mass recording and doing that stuff, I watched One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're that's talking about. That's where you were going. We're talking about so One Piece. So before I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit to recording gaming shit. I just decided, um, I think it started with me just looking for something to fall asleep to. In One Piece, I was like, ah, I, I ain't going to take this seriously. It's One Piece, you know? So the 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 first like I would say like hundred episodes I was like paying attention but it would be like me watching it while I'm like scrolling through Twitter you know I'm not like really really paying attention mm-hmm. but I am mm-hmm. enough to be like something happens and I have to stop and I'm like <gasps> you know like mm-hmm. oh but it wasn't until I would say after the first couple arcs that I wasn't t- like I I was drawn in on like the second big arc that we're about to see in live action. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I literally caught, uh, I was watching like 10 episodes a day, maybe more, just constantly going. There are some days where that's all I did because you couldn't, you couldn't go out, mm-hmm. you know, you couldn't, what were you going to do? You're going to go out to your brewery. Like everything was closed during that time. Go on a walk, touch grass. I don't touch no grass. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? So anyways, we are about 20 minutes in. So I feel like we've done a pretty good intro and I keep. I keep sidetracking, so... It's fine. All right, so One Piece. Is there anything else you want to say? Well, I was going to say, a quick little reminder, mm-hmm. is that I haven't watched the anime. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 wa- I, the first time I watched the show, or in general, like I've watched bits and pieces of the anime, not enough to know what's going on at all, but enough to know a little bit about the characters. You have told me a little bit about the characters, mm-hmm. too. But I am familiar. I know what One Piece is. Obviously, I know I can see a character, and I know I know that's Nico Robin kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just walked into this show thinking, okay, I'm just gonna turn on a show that's about pirates and just be entertained. So I'm not coming like comparing and stuff. I'm just like watching the show, mm-hmm. and that's the mentality I wanted. And I try to do that with anything, like even like if I see an adaptation to a movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, a book to a movie. I tried to go in there like, was I at least entertained? Yeah. And was it a good story regardless? Even though sometimes it sucks when they mess things up, but then I understand why they had to do that. We don't, we only have yeah. so much time or some things just cannot be recreated, you know? Well, I think, I think it doesn't have to be exact. I think one, it's impossible for an adaptation to completely one-to-one be the source material, right? For example... I read the Harry Potter books before the movies came out. But when the movies came out, they were freaking good. Oh, they were really good, yeah. They weren't what the books were. The books were really good. The movies were really good. It was a total different thing. And it it worked, though. Like, yes, certain things got left out of the movies that were in the book, but the movies were still good. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're going to get those people who are like, huh, but I liked when this happened in the books. It's like, no, shut the fuck up. All right, we got good movies. Then go read the book <laughs> again. You know, but did it need eight movies? Probably not. 
Like, I think the only Harry Potter movie I didn't like was the seven part one. Oh, I think you told me it was kind of boring. I do remember it, being kind of it like dragged boring. out a lot. Yeah, it did drag out a lot, and I do feel like I also feel about Breaking Dawn Part One. That's you, a little different. They probably, but I think yeah. that's just a marketing tool of like, all right, well, let's for the final movie, let's split it in two so we can get sales. Yeah, you know, like that's that's kind of the vibe I got from it. But going from the anime to the One Piece or to the live action, um, I think the live action did a pretty damn good job. Oh, I did. Yeah, I think it did a pretty damn good job. Is it perfect? No. But was it great? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was It was great. I, I loved it. Uh, But when did we start watching? We watched it like the day after it released, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we start. I wanted to binge it all in one day so bad, but we couldn't. Yeah, we got jobs. Uh, okay, not that couldn't. other people that have jobs can't watch it, but... <laughs> It's just hard when I tight schedule. Like I will come home from a long shift. I'm like, okay, let's, let me just try to stay awake. But I did because I was so excited. And I'll be like, can I watch the next episode? You're like, no, you gotta go to bed. I'm like, damn it. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was nervous. I was very ner- I was low key hyping it up to my friends. Like, look, like they their marketed team. They're they des- so good. They deserve all the rewards possible because they were dropping like teaser after teaser. And then they started dropping small clips. And then the trailers, you know, trailer number one, trailer number two started launch. And each time I was like, this, this could be fucking good. Like, this could actually be good because anime adaptations don't have a good track record. I mean, look at uh, Death Note. Oh, no. Look at, uh, wait, what was the other big one we were we were talking um, about? Death Note. There's Death Note. Um, I think Attack on Titan had one. Attack on Titan had one, in, I think, in Japan. Um, but there was another English one. What was it? Oh, Cowboy Bebop. And Dragon Ball Z. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dragon Ball talk Z. about that. The Dragon Ball movie. I saw that shit in theaters. And holy shit. That shit was like a joke. It was literally... Talk about not going anywhere near the source material. Like, there was no source material in Dragon Ball, the movie. It was literally like, let's just take the names, create a story... Of this guy who has like superpowers, and then a green alien comes down to fight him. Like that's literally what that movie was. You already have signs. That's a green alien that came in. That's weird shit. It, it, oh god, that <laughs> signs is a great movie though. Signs is one of my favorite. Ugh, I don't like aliens, but that's a whole different topic. Um, but but yeah. So so leading with the track record of anime movies and adaptation. Another good one is Avatar. The Last Airbender. They made a movie. The big problem with that one too was like they used a lot of white actors mm. for a show that clearly is like people of color. Like it, there's I. If you go back to the show, I don't think I can think of one like actual white character in Avatar: The Last Airbender. But they had white characters in the live action. And almost everybody, yeah, almost everybody was is was white. And so, but that also, that's not even why, that that was just more of a negative hit, but that's not why it was bad. It was just not source material, like, they didn't stick to the story. You can make minor changes to adaptations, but, like, you, you gotta stick to the source material, right? The writer made a plot and a storyline for a reason, and when you change it, it fucks up the storyline later on like sure it might work on now or work you know like the season one exactly (laughs) like the witcher season one was great they changed some things and like a lot of witcher fans are like "Mm, i don't know but you know what 
it wasn't necessarily bad. But come season two, season three, you know, like it it's catching up, right? Things aren't making sense. So I think with One Piece, it's still season one. So we still kind of like season one was great. But Witcher season one was great, you know? So there's still some scare factor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because they can kind of technically still change it up. Yes. We're so hoping they, that we're not because Oda is really involved. Oda is very, very involved. And thank God. But... And the casting. Oh, oh my god, we haven't even got to the casting yet. Okay, let's let's go there right now. Because okay. we were just speaking about ethnicity, race, mm-hmm. or whatever, right? With Avatar. I have been seeing a lot of TikToks. Oh my god. Where it's it's a controversy, about. right? So we have this one dude. I don't know his name because I don't know people's names on TikTok. He doesn't deserve to have a name. <laughs> okay, yes. But this dude is like, well, this anime is bad. This adaptation is bad because it's an anime. It's Japanese. So why aren't they Jap- Japanese? First of all, sir, yeah. even I know who I've never watched One Piece that way. I'm not a diehard fan back then. <laughs> but like, you know, it's it's very clear and it has been known that these characters are not Japanese at all. I mean, not all of them are Japanese aside from Zoro. And it's a very diverse and the pirates, it makes sense. They're in the yeah, ocean. They're, they're, there's these different kind of ethnicities. And I think they did a great job capturing that with who they picked. Or just the fact that they even went that route of actually staying true to the where these characters are from. Yeah. You know? I believe Oda... He's, I, I believe he's never established what ethnicities they are within the manga and anime, but like outside of it, like interviews, yes. he's mentioned like, yes, everyone on the Straw Hat crew is a different ethnicity, or at least the original crew. I don't know about the newer characters later mm-hmm. on, because we have maybe at the end of this season one of live action. For anyone, also, we're going to start entering some spoilers uh, just for the live action I'm not going to mention anything in the anime, like what's to come, because I don't want to spoil it for you. Uh, But we're going to talk about everything that has been shown in the live action. That being said, I am going to minorly spoil something from the anime, but we've only been introduced to about half the crew at the point of season one Mm -hmm. in the live action. And I'm only saying this because going back to the ethnicity part, right? Within that first half of the group, like the OG crew members in season one, everyone, Oda has confirmed that everyone is a different ethnicity and that Zoro is the only one that's Japanese. So where that is out on the internet, you can find it. I don't know specifically what the video or the interview is called, but if you do your own research, it'll be there. Uh, but yeah, and that that was cool to see that they didn't just give like some white dude with green hair and then a white dude with a straw hat and then a white mm-hmm. like have like four white guys and like one black dude you know what i mean like yeah. it was definitely like everyone was diverse cool mm-hmm. like that's great and i love that and i think they did a really really great job i did think it was pretty neat how oda specifically really liked inyaki mm-hmm. godoy like i really liked that about that because it is very wholesome and even seeing like some other like little interviews where he Inyaki their met interviews, Oda. Oh my uh, gosh, I love it. I'm telling you, their marketing team. Oh, they're doing really great. But also, a lot of it is just like the actors themselves. I think they're they deserve a lot of like the the um, recognition, uh, recognition mm-hmm. or like credit. There you go, mm-hmm. because they obviously make up 
all that you know like it looks like it's not act- it, the way that they interact with each other it doesn't seem like they're playing a role or they're, yeah. you know it seems like it's just genuine <clears throat> they're just hanging out and I love that they're yeah. just they're literally a fucking crew so yeah. I love that and I feel like Inyaki's character Inyaki's personality personality is actually very Luffy like mm-hmm. you know because I've seen um, I get a lot of the TikToks of the Spanish interviews because I I speak Spanish and he's his Mexican, I believe. But um, I've seen like clips of his old um, clips of him like auditioning to other things or just him being a kid, being younger, and he he just has that kind of character to him, um, which I really enjoy. Okay, he is he is Mexican. I yeah, just he's Mexican. To confirm yeah. it. And that's a whole other thing where people are also being like, well, why did they choose a Brazilian if Luffy's supposed yeah. to be Brazilian? I just love the fact that, that at least it's a Latino, I want to say Latino or Hispanic. I forgot the, the, the difference between yeah. them. But I, I feel like at least that is similar. Because uh, it came down to like Oda liked him and he was the first one to make him laugh or smile. Yeah, it was something like that where he, he was cracking up Oda just in general. And he was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is Luffy." Yeah, and I I, so, I trust his judgment. Yeah, <laughs> it's his character, so yeah. Um, let's go ahead and take a look at the episode list. There we go. So, episode one was the introduction of basically Luffy, uh, Kobe, mm-hmm. Zoro, and Nami. But the opening scene with uh, oh, what was the pirate's name? Was it Albida? Alvida, yeah. Or Alvida. Mm-hmm. So Alvida and Kobe and, and seeing Luffy wash up on the ship and that whole interaction, like, that was really cool for mm-hmm. me to see because that's literally, like, episode one. Like, they, they, yeah, sure, things were tweaked, but, like, like I knew exactly what was going on mm-hmm. the moment all that started. And that was really cool. And I think uh, Kobe as well, because Kobe, if you look at the anime, he he's a weird, like, physically looking weird mm-hmm. character. Or that's going to be another interesting point. I'll I'll bring it up later. But, like, they casted Kobe pretty good. And that whole episode was just great. Like, that whole episode was, like, perfect and nostalgic, even though it was brand new because it's live action. But me seeing the episode, and we just recently watched that episode, I was like, this is this is One Piece. Mm-hmm. This is straight up One Piece. And that, that was great. But your opinion for not being able to see, or not, not that you weren't able to see, but for not watching the anime... How was it, episode one, going into it for you? Like, what were your expectations? And, like, what was your what were your surprises of, like, okay. you know, I don't. I, I, I was not going into it in a negative, with a negative attitude. I really was not. I try not to go anything with a negative attitude because it's easy to do that with an anime mm-hmm. live action. But I was just like, it's fine. Like, I'm just going to watch a regular pirate show, you know? Um, <laughs> You're trying to lie to yourself. It's not yeah. an anime adaptation. It's, it's just it's a, a pirate, pirate show. show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, And I thought it was really fun. I really liked it. I I wanted to keep watching it. I want to say we watched maybe one more episode or no. I don't remember. I think we watched the first one. We started watching the second one, but it was late and you started falling asleep. Oh, that's So right, I that's stopped right. it because I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I, I want to make sure, you know. Yeah, because I was very tired. Yeah. Um, but I remember just wanting to keep watching more. Like, I was genuinely interested in, like, watch. Because I literally thought, we're just going to watch one episode. We're going to go to bed. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I want to keep watching. I think the way they introduced the characters made them very interesting to me. Like, I want to 
know what more about them like you see freaking zoro with three swords like okay like where does the other one go i love the line do you have a third hand like (laughs) what's going on well i love the line in in or in that first episode of the live action where luffy's like i wonder where the third one goes and then like once zoro like escapes and like puts the third sword like in his mouth you hear luffy go that's where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. he's still like, like, all like, oh, that's where it goes. Yeah, like, he's yeah. like, oh, so that's where it goes. Mm-hmm. And that, I was just, that was just funny to me. Yeah. I, I love that, that type of humor. I also really like that they have their, like, specifically um, Sanji and Luffy. They both have their accents. Like, yes. you can hear it in that they're both, one's Hispanic, one's French. Which is a great ish. touch. Because yeah. it's a good point that you bring up because in anime, you know, obviously it, the origin is, the origin is usually from Japan. And so it has Japan or, you know, Japanese He's, voice actors. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but have you ever tried speaking Spanish in an English accent? Is that even a thing? Like a British accent? Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> That's hurting my brain. <laughs> exactly. So we can't really expect Japanese voice actors to have a French accent for Sanji because they're speaking in Japanese. You know what I mean? And so I didn't even think about it going into the live action of like, oh, well, they're different ethnicities. Are they going to have their accents? Like I didn't. And it was a nice touch I of really like liked it. hearing it in live action. Mm-hmm. So Cause yeah, it- that was cool. Because even when we have that scene with Sanji, I think it's what, episode... Uh, episode 5. Episode 5, when they introduce Sanji, and then he's be- saying his little, like, introduction um, in a serving... Your, mm-hmm. your, your serving int- intro. He starts naming all those dishes, Just and I'm the like, way he oh. says it, it's like... Aside from, like, you could tell... he That's really good, like, high-end serving, you know, um, skills, the way he's speaking, but you you can hear his action his accent and it makes it so much more interesting when he named he named like four dishes and i was like can you just say the whole menu for me please like yeah and then he just, says like you, the water yeah, and like tell me all the wines you got back there like just, just keep talking keep talking exactly and he was so knowledgeable in that episode but i feel well. like if it would have been just in a regular american accent i wouldn't have been asked like is it what's the word um floored no that's not the right word um, um it's odd maybe ah uh, no in awe in awe there you go mm-hmm. there's some words i don't even know if i'm saying them right and i think i'm thinking like my spanish side and i try to recreate them in english <laughs> i'll do my best to help but... but i think it's like in awe he left me in yeah. awe like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. speechless <laughs> no when, when he first was starting to like name everything he had i was just like you know like just wait was, where do i order <laughs> yeah i was just into it yeah i was just like oh my god and he's I think it's... the server because I have serving experience, you know. But he's the server that I would he kit upsell anything. Mm-hmm. I'll buy the most expensive bottle in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. My car might decline. I'll go wash dishes with Luffy, but it's fine. I will probably say that that might actually be my favorite episode of the season. Is the Sanji okay. introduction. I think Zeph, Zeph was like such a one-to-one character. Like if they could not have casted a better actor for that role, I mm-hmm. feel like. And I do think there's a lot of characters like that in the show. Uh, but I think Zeph and Sanji in that episode just stole the show. Like mm-hmm. the moment Sanji, the moment that episode started, I just, I didn't care about Luffy. I didn't care about like Zara, well, mainly because they just sat down for half the episode. Mm-hmm. But 
they did such a good job stealing the show. Mm-hmm. And like the it was banter, their episode. It was their yeah, episode. The, the banter between Sanji and Zef and Zef calling him little eggplant. <laughs> I you know, love that just, little eggplant. Oh, little eggplant. What is that? You know I'm gonna call that to my future son, my little eggplant. <laughs> and, and yeah, it was it was just it was great. And then their backstory, you know, was insane. The, everyone's backstories. I would I will say the only one I was a little disappointed with was Zoro's. Okay. Oh yeah, you did mention they that. still yeah. got the point across, but they like I feel like they didn't make it heavy enough. So like the the I forget the girl's name, his like rival. Uh, but in in the live action, they basically say like. There's been an accident. And then Zoro starts crying. Because, like, it, it kind of, like, force implies, oh, well, she died because Zoro's crying. Mm-hmm. But it's heavier, like, in the anime. They Knowing ex- how she actually yes, died. Yes, they explain, like, oh, I think it was, like, some bandits or pirates that came. She tried to challenge them. And it went too far. Mm-hmm. And she's dead now. You know? And, like, so when you hear that in the anime, you're like, oh, shit. But in the live action, he says there was an accident. And for me, I was like kind of like waiting. Like, like is she drowned? Okay. Yes, she like, fall into is, her sword? Like what, what, <laughs> what happened? What was the accident? And then it shows Zoro crying. And then I think he like runs off or something. I don't know. I don't remember. But they don't explain it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't think it, it's a problem. I think it was a little disappointing of like, oh, damn, like they didn't. Like it, it felt like there was no weight to it. It was just an accident. Like yeah. what? Like it, she could have literally like slipped down the stairs and hit her head, and that's how she died. Yeah. Like we don't know. Yeah, we I don't think I, I, I can agree with that because I knew her story because you told me about it before. So I did feel like slight heaviness knowing what's actually happening, mm-hmm. but not enough for me to feel something. Yeah, like actually feel genuine sadness, like, like I did with other. Character yes, stories. I was gonna say yeah. that. Like, if you look at Zoro's set, you know, because I didn't know his story. story. I didn't know it till like I watched it. You didn't, you didn't really tell me. No, yeah. no, 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 sorry, not Zoro's. Uh, Sanji's. Sanji. Yes, so I, I didn't really say, know his story, and it made me want to cry. I, I yes. shed a tear, like you know. That shit. Like, if you look at the weight of Sanji's backstory and the weight of Zoro's in the live action, you feel like Zoro's is kind of just like brushed along. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he wants to be he wants to be the best swordsman to respect her goal, right? Or that it was both their goals and that one of them promised, or they both promised that one of them were going to be the greatest swordsman. Mm-hmm. And now it's up to Zoro because, you know, she's dead. Yeah. So. And he takes her sword, which I thought that was nice. Touch. Yeah, that was a cool touch. That was a cool thing. Um, and then Usopp's story wasn't really sad, uh, but it was to show his personality of like, He's always been a liar. He's always been... How he stretches his life. Yes. How he exaggerates. Oh, the truth. Sorry. He stretches his he's, he's <laughs> the boy. He's the boy who cries wolf. Mm-hmm. You know, he's that character. He's he's a coward that lies to make himself... Look brave. A, like, look bigger than he is and stronger than he is. Because he wants to be that. Yeah, and it does play... His, his character does play, like, specific roles later on that, like, uh, uh, he starts a little lie at one point, thinking it's nothing, and it builds into something completely crazy huge two seasons later, and we forget about it, but then it comes back and we're like, oh shit, he did say that. <laughs> and now everyone thinks this is, you know, the truth. So mm-hmm. that's his fun of the character. Um, Nami's Nami's 
backstory pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. That was really sad. I liked it. It it not that it was sad, but I I mean I liked her backstory. It was pretty accurate to the anime and the mm-hmm. manga. Talking about drama, I seen so many people online being so mad that they made Nami's sisters or Nami's sister black. Mm-hmm. I just see that, which I don't understand why that matters. Yeah, because in the in the in the source material, they're not blood related. They're sisters so it doesn't really matter, yeah. Because they grew up with each other. They're both basically orphans. They're basically orphans who were raised together. You know, like, not blood related at all. So it doesn't matter what ethnicity they made the sister. You know, it really doesn't. She has blue hair. Nami has orange. Point gets across, mm-hmm. right? And I think she did good. No, uh, she did. What was her name? I wrote her name down. It was Nojiko. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Tochiko. But she did good. Yeah, she did good. We're skipping one very important character that has blown up on the internet and is almost everyone's favorite right now. Oh my goodness. Oh god. You wanna go ahead and tell me who yes. who's who who everyone is swooning over right now? It's um Buggy. Buggy the Clown. Buggy the Clown, and I'm sure he's really enjoying it. I'm sure he's enjoying oh my God. all the attention he's getting. Um the girls are simping over him. I love I, all I, the TikToks I don't, on it. I personally don't understand it. But I think it's because I don't like clowns. Okay. So that's why I probably don't understand it. Because there's certain lines that he says that I've seen people replay like you want to see what else I can do? Yeah. Or something like that. And the girls are just like uh, wet, you know? I, but I think... for me, I'm just like, I'm scared of clowns. So I, I don't want to know what you want to do. What else you can do, okay? Here's the thing. I don't think the actor that they hired is is like, I think they found, like he's he's a pretty attractive dude. You know, like they didn't find someone. He is. I don't know how he looks ugly. like in real life. Well, just even in the show, like you can tell. Oh, they he has didn't. good features. Like yes, yeah, I can see that. So like he he's a, a good looking dude, just in some a clown getup, right? So mm-hmm. they didn't get like the typical like oh let's get this crazy overweight dude to play a clown character. Like just something I can think of off the top of my head is like American Horror Stories that clown. Oh the, yeah, the, so they give all that fear factor to it, and even even like it. Like, every clown has that typical, like, I'm balding, I have somewhat of, like, a beer gut, you know, type body figure, and I feel like in One Piece, he's just a fit dude in a pirate getup. Mm-hmm. And, but I think part of it, too, is just the memes. You yeah. Know? I yeah. think girls are seeing that, like, oh, this, uh, uh, some of these TikToks or memes are funny about swooning over Buggy the Clown. I know, before it was all so like Pedro Pascal for me, mm-hmm. and now it's like Buggy the Clown. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's just such a out-of-left-field, oddball choice that that's why it's funny and people are doing it. Because there are those, like, the simps over, like, Zoro. Oh, there's still those. I still see those all the time, too. Yeah. But the one that feels very out-of-pocket sometimes ones, is the Buggy. Not out-of-pocket. Just funny. It's it's memeing. Yeah, I love it. It's it's great. And I think he did a great job. No, oh, he did. I think I like Buggy better in live action than in the anime. Okay. Because Buggy in the anime is very like, let me scream at the top of my lungs 24-7. Anything happens, I'm screaming, he's angry, he's yelling. But then like Buggy in the live action is more of a like a jokester, I guess, you know, quote unquote a jokester. And like... There's times he's charming and times where he's like 
maniacal and like there, he has more range i feel like in the live action than he does in the anime so i think i'm willing to say that i like i like him better in the okay the the live action for but vice versa garp i think i like better in the anime i still loved him in the okay. live action but Garp, I think in in the anime, as of like, it's hard to say because we only have one season in the live action. But in the anime, there's more like conflict within him. You see the fact that Luffy is a pirate and he's a marine affect him more in the anime than it has been in the show so far. But there's still a really big possibility that we'll still see that later. Because mm-hmm. it's still, it's so early on, like... We are already almost halfway through the at or the live action in the anime, you know, and you st- we've only we're only like on episode four to five, you know, but in the live action, that's like half the season already. Mm-hmm. So, but what about what about you? What about you? Like, what is your your top three? What is what is your your swooning over? Not swinging you know. over anyone, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. <laughs> I do have um, like characters that I can name characters that I like, okay. like my favorite characters, but also characters that I find interesting, but they're not necessarily like my favorite. Okay, I'm so just intrigued three, by them. Okay, top three favorite and top three intrigued. Okay, how about that? Top three, it has to be like Luffy, Zoro, and okay. Now let me redo it. I think Luffy. Luffy's not like my number one. I want to say Sanji. Okay. Zoro and Luffy. And I feel bad for Luffy at the end and it's nothing against his character. I think I just really like Sanji's like I think it's just because he likes to cook. <laughs> but I really wow. like his story for okay. some reason because there's just something about his story and what he went through with um Zeph. With Zeph that is just interesting to me and then just his love for cooking and, like, that's why he wants to be in this crew. Like, I just want to freaking go to the all blue, find some ingredient, some fish that no one has ever found yet, ingredients or seasonings that no one has ever found yet, and make a bomb-ass fucking entree. Yeah. Like, for me, it's, like, that. it's just such a, not simple, but such a, like... It's a simplistic dream. Simplistic dream, but yet it's very big. It's not, like, within an anime, it's very, like, yeah, simplistic. Yeah, because you have Luffy, who's like, I'm going to be king of the pirates, and yeah. I'm going to blah, 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 go to the Grand Line and find the one piece. Like, that's what he and wants then, to do. And then Zara's and like, I want to be the best swordsman. Exactly. And it's like, Sanji's oh, like, yeah. I want to cook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, they all want this epic story. Yeah. He just wants to cook. Yeah. And then, um... Nami has like a very sad story like her mm-hmm. her her story her goal at the end is not like a bad one it's all but it's still like I just really like Sanji so that's yeah. why I like Sanji's right um and then Zoro he's just cool he's just a badass he has three swords or hat or whatever he might get two more later on but he has three swords he can have one in his mouth I don't know how the hell he does that but he's cool right and I feel like he has a lot of potential and then Luffy, I just love his character as like he's his like personality. The of the like show. exactly, I love that. I love that how he sees the good in people, mm-hmm. and he doesn't try to manipulate them 
or at least from what I know, manipulate them or make them do things they don't want to do. It's like, just follow your dream. But if you want to come with me, we can be together and, and follow think, our dreams together. I think you were mentioning it. I forget what episode you were, you were saying this, but you were like, Luffy just listens. Mm-hmm. Like you kept saying like, Luffy, like you notice Luffy just listens to everything mm-hmm. first and mm-hmm. then he'll say stuff. So mm-hmm. he is very that like moral code and that like the patient one, right? Mm-hmm. Like his his character issues is somewhat like his innocence, mm-hmm. right? Like he's he's ignorant sometimes. But it kind of works out at the end. It usually works out. We're yeah. going to get a ship. Yeah. <laughs> Are we though? And then he gets a ship. It, it usually <laughs> works out. But then like when it comes down to it, he's he's very like, I want this person. Like he, he kind of like observes before he knows like, I want this person part of my crew. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I do. I do think yeah. that's important because at the end of the day, everyone feels like they're cared about you know like yeah and he brings he makes them not that they don't believe in themselves because i feel like zoro believes in himself Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um but i feel like he brings out the good in them Mm -hmm. and reminds them like you don't have to be like alone in this yeah and a lot of people need like in the real world need that reminder like you don't have to do this by yourself we can help each other we can have friends you know and you can still chase your dreams you know and i feel like he's really good about doing that like every single time like i'm not gonna get away of his dream like that's his dream i'm not gonna stop him so i do love that about him and that's why he's in my top three but not number one because he doesn't cook but he loves to (laughs) eat the food that sanji cooks (laughs) he loves to eat a whole lot and i love that they showed that garp eats a ton too like mm-hmm. he like both him and Luffy. and that's where he gets it from well yes okay, i have theories but anyways that's <laughs> so, a topic. so how did you feel about that garp reveal about him being his grandpa can you wait you want to wait for something else yes okay i want to mention my intriguing characters okay okay, okay. yeah you're right you're right we're getting yeah. ahead of it um so my intriguing characters i'm not gonna have a specific like order for him or hierarchy or whatever but I am very intrigued by Mihawk. I'm very intrigued by Mihawk. Okay. I want to know. First of all, I just loved his intro. Like the way they introduced his scenes, I was like, "This guy is fucking cool." Goosebumps. This guy is awesome. Like he's here on his his snail Bluetooth yeah, phone, snail. you know, <laughs> and and you're like talking like you. Yeah, I'm just you know. Hiding some He's dudes. Like, who's the quarry? Yeah. yeah so, who's the quarry? Yeah. So I just love that. And then he's just, he's just such a, he has this big ass sword. I don't know how the hell you can fight with that sword. Like I'm blinded just by looking at it. And he effortlessly fights Zoro. And it's crazy to me cast. because when I look at Zoro at first, I'm like, how does he so effortlessly does that? And then you have Mihawk. And I'm like, they're like at opposite sides of the spectrum right now. And yeah, Zoro is so talented already, and he's feared by people. But then you have Mihawk. But he's, like, not on Mihawk level. Exactly. Like, yeah. that, to me, that's just insane. So I want to know, how did he get there? Who did he have to kill? Or what's his background? Like, what made him mm-hmm. the way he is? So I think that's just very interesting about him. And then just as the way he holds himself together. No, his... He... Yeah, holds mm-hmm. himself. But also, I don't know what the word is for for this but at least for like in the anime he doesn't turn in luffy i don't know if it no, sorry at least in the live action he doesn't turn in luffy because he sees like uh, yes. this potential for luffy but i also think there's another part 
that's my theory that I want to talk about. But okay. he sees like this potential and Luffy's like, I'm not going to turn him in. Like this guy is going to be the next guy. Well, part it's of it their too. turn. And then same thing with Zoro. Like he could have killed Zoro and mm-hmm. literally with one slash of his tiny little sword. But like he didn't. He's like, you, he knows he has potential. He's going to be someone. He's going to be the next generation along with Luffy. And I, cause he could have literally just killed him because he has that power. To literally just kill him like an ant. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. And I really, really liked that. Because it wasn't also like... Because I've seen people or characters were like, Oh, you're a threat. You could potentially be stronger than me. I'm going to get rid of you. Like Klaus in Vampire Diaries yeah. or something, you know? Like, they don't like that threat. But for him, he's just like, Hey, he's going to be the next one. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the next me maybe in the future. I want to see what he has to show me. Yeah. You know? So I like that about him. That's why he's intriguing. And... What were you going to say? So I was going to say... Okay, so we had to take a quick little break because... The our, house almost went on fire. Yeah, our yeah, smoke alarm there. almost went off because of our roommate making dinner. Yeah. But it's all right. Crisis averted. Um, I, I think we were talking about Mihawk. Yeah, you were... <laughs> there it goes. It goes, it goes heads up. There's smoke. In the hallway. Okay. Alarm may sound. I think it's fine. We opened up windows. We should we should be alive by tomorrow, so it's fine. Yeah, I hope. I want to publish this. Crisis averted. Intriguing <laughs> characters. We talked about Mihawk. Um, oh, I was going to mention, I remember, that he's a warlord. And they kind of explain it in the live action, but basically warlords are like pirates that are in cahoots with marines to a degree. Mm-hmm. So the Marines or the Navy will cut a deal to, I believe there's seven warlords uh, that, hey, we won't go after you. We won't try to arrest you, but we need you to balance things out. Like if, mm-hmm. if things are getting too crazy with the pirates, you'll come help us balance the world. Okay. So that way, no one group of pirates is trying to take over the world. Right. So okay. that's why there's always power struggles of like when someone's trying to be at the top, some of these pirates will go after him to like make sure he's that not such happen. a powerhouse. Yes. So Mihawk is one of them, which okay. is why he has the Bluetooth snail <laughs> in his ear. Um, but there's going to be, I believe, six more. So they're like his strength or stronger. Oh, wow. So it gives you an idea of like that's just how crazy the warlords are. But. And another quick thing about Mihawk is that in the anime, he probably has, of the 1,200 episodes or 1,100 episodes, he maybe has like 15 episodes. Okay. (laughs) He's not that big of a deal. Like, he's a big deal in the sense of like how strong he is in the anime, but they definitely feel, it definitely feels like they gave him way more love in the live action than they did in the anime. So, but continue with your, your list. My other one? I I'm I'm I like Chef Zeph. I don't know too much him. about the stuff that he can do other than he cooks phenomenal. Um cuz I feel like I didn't really get to see that other than he just shows up and has seasonings on him. <laughs> like you see other pirates with like either guns or swords he's like I got seasonings. Oh, this has oregano. Or it needs oregano. oregano. It's like it oregano is yeah. for what? Oregano <laughs> for, uh, for for savages or savages, something like that. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. To me, that was just like, huh? That was cracking me up. He's like, he dips his finger in whatever it is. He's like, need some oregano. oregano. And yeah. then Sanji comes and out of hiding. Exactly. Oregano's for savages. So I like that. 
And I, I really like that about him. It's intriguing. And it makes me think, okay, how did you end up being a pirate? How did you end up... You, you have the same dream as Sanji, mm-hmm. which is why he was intrigued by Sanji. Mm-hmm. But, like, what led you to be a pirate? Aside from, like, maybe, like, kind of like Sanji. He's going to be in the crew for that reason. But, like, what happened? And also, why did you end up liking food so much, you know? In addition to that, just his character, morale. Like, spoilers again. This thing's full of spoilers. But what he does for Sanji when he... Okay, so the alarm did end up going <laughs> off. <laughs> it's been a great, rememberable uh, first episode. All right. Well. But yeah, your second one. Our roommate's I think, cooking. I think is what... Oh, you're talking about Zeph. You like the... Chef Zeph. The... Oh, yeah, so how did he, or whatever it is. Yeah, the, so uh, how, he, how, how did he get there? That's why he's intriguing to me. And again, like what he did for Sanji. You know, he... Mm-hmm. For those that want to know or whatever... Um, he there gets stuck in this like rock island thing and you can't go anywhere else because you fall into rocks so they have to wait for someone to come save them and then what he has is like a big old bag like he says there's food in there and then there's like this little bag and he gives Sanji the little bag because he's a little kid he's like well this has less food like well I'm bigger go to the other side of the island and don't talk to me until you find someone or you see something and you see just Sanji just starving and everything it was kind of rough after like 40 days I was like Oh, so I'm like, shit. how are they? I would have just, I would have thrown myself over the fucking, yeah. Let let the 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 ocean take me or the rocks put me out of my misery. But I just liked how eventually Sanji goes over there, and he starts opening the bag, and it's just treasure. Mm-hmm. There is no food, so he gave him all his food, and you see that he's basically eating his leg. Yeah, he he ate his leg, and or just, he ate his foot. He ate his foot. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just like, what? Like I did not, I did not see that coming because I knew nothing yeah. about this character, and that was just so like wow. So I I want to say that that relationship is also my favorite in the show so far. Okay, is that relationship between Sanji and Zeph, and that's what the first time I kind of really actually got teary eyed. Mm-hmm. Um, just their goodbyes, like you know, like they're always constantly bickering, and mm-hmm. you know, and then I like how he lets them go. He's like you gotta go, you know, get this, do this do that fulfill that dream for both of us it's like you're wasting your life here yeah exactly so like go fulfill that dream and i didn't think i was gonna be mad if he they didn't have like a goodbye and mm-hmm. it was just gonna be both of them being really proud but then he turns around and he starts he starts crying and saying that you saved me and and i was just like oh yeah my God. like <laughs> what you know so i it's just oh just thinking about it you know so i love that um that's why he's intriguing to me and i want to say like the other one that's pretty intriguing was um Claydor the butler, aka Kuro, oh, Scissorhands. Yes, you know? Kuro the cat so, pirate or the cat yeah. Yeah. Like so that. he was interesting. Um I think he did a really good job. Um I didn't like him in the sense of like I don't like his character, but no 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 no. He's just a fucked up person. Yeah. So that's what I didn't like. But his character was cool. Yes. You know, the way he just does things and like, I'm like, and he oh, wow. Did in, in, which we're almost there in the anime because, you know, we, okay. we're watching that. We're almost going to see him soon. But he did such a good job. And I know this is all audio and you guys can't see like what I'm doing physically. But he does this thing in live action that is exactly what he does in the anime where he like has his palm up. Like he's he's like going to... He has his palm out, but he, like, 
fixes his glasses yeah, with his palms with his because wrist, he's palm whatever yeah. yeah because he's so used to having like knives as, mm-hmm. as fingers that he has to like fix his glasses with his palm and every time he did that i was like this is crazy that they are putting that level of detail almost too much in those pirates because <laughs> when the two other pirates or butlers uh they were comical to me the little cats yeah they, they, were, they were definitely comedic relief but like the outfits that they wore and how accurate they were to the anime sometimes it's better not to be anime accurate because one piece is famously known as being like the wonkiest looking characters characters yes having the wonkiest looking characters mm-hmm. body figures looking so weird you know and and they gave them their costumes and i just i was like no way like it at looked, first i thought it was a joke i was like uh, what <laughs> I think I think it was it was more of a like these characters are not main characters. Let's just do anime accurate or manga accurate, whichever one um, appearances for them as as like a, a like a joke almost or as as like a playful thing. Mm-hmm. And I I remember seeing when they first walked out with their outfits, I was like, it looks like they showed up to like. A Halloween party. Yeah. You know? And they had, like, the bad costumes. <laughs> yes, and they bought the, the costumes from, you know, like, Target or something. You know, like... It, Spirit Halloween. Spirit Halloween. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so, I I thought it was funny because the the important one, Kuro, or... or uh, yeah, Kuro. I forget his... Clahador. Uh, Claydor. Or Claydor. He, um... He was accurate. He was so spot on accurate. And I've even seen, like, I found his Twitter. And he's reposting all of these stuff of, like, people being like, you did amazing. And he's just like, oh, my God, thank you. You know, it's, like, very wholesome. And there's been a lot of people who are like, we need a Kuro spinoff series. Like, <laughs> not, like, just one or two people. But, like, a ton oh, really? of people okay. are like, it would be sick to have a spinoff series of you. Because I think he lives, right? Like, he's just, like. Yeah, he runs he, away. He kind of runs thing. away. He's on a boat or something like that. And I just think it's interesting that in the anime, we never see him again. Like, oh, really? He doesn't die. He's just, he was a villain for one episode. Mm. Right? Like, th- we're going to see a lot of those in, in One Piece. There's a lot of one episode, two episode villains where they, they show up, they're gone. They show up, mm-hmm. he's gone. So... It's very interesting to me to see someone like him in live action who, like, isn't supposed to be a big character. Like, Buggy, for example, is a big character. He's going to be around for a while. Okay. But Kuro is kind of one of those, like, all right, the first threat of the show. Okay. Right? Like, he's he's one of the first threats of, like, oh, shit, you know, he's not just a Marine He's actually dangerous and people love him like that. I find that super interesting because now I'm thinking like, okay, season two, how many side characters that I just think is going to come and go are going to be like fan favorites. Yeah. You know, and that's going to be cool. Like Mm -hmm. that's going to be cool to see other characters potentially like Mihawk get way more like they could easily bring Kuro back. Just because we like Just because the fans love him. Yeah. Yeah. And I would be on board. That'd be sick. Yeah. You know, so I, I think stuff like that is cool. Okay, okay, okay. Um, 
Sorry, I was going on a tangent with oh, that. Oh, no, you're fine. Well, that's kind of like the, the interesting character that I had. And I did not know that he were never going to see him again. So that makes me a little sad. But that yeah, we, I, mean, I thought he was cool. And I li- immediately obviously thought Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. But cruel Scissorhands. Scissorhands or whatever. But again, I could totally see them bringing him back just because the fans love him. Yeah. So... So yeah, who else, who else? Is that all three? Yes, we did mention all three intriguing and top three characters. Okay, because we are going a little bit, not over time, but getting close to the time that we want to end around, I want to ask you about, since you haven't seen any of the anime, and I'm going to keep my mouth shut, you know, I, I, I'm not going to give even minor spoilers. Lumi knows me very, very well, and if I, I give... Do? Any hints <laughs> that she may be right, she's gonna go with it. Think she's right, and I don't. I'm want always her, right. I don't want her to feel like she's she's gonna be right. I've heard these. I've heard these theories, or at least some of them already. And I've already told you, you know, some of them are wrong. Uh, but for for the fun of the podcast, what are your theories going into season two or beyond? Okay. Um. Uh... So we're left with this, like, these, like, questions of who is Luffy's dad? Mm-hmm. Who is his dad? And I have a feeling that it's Gold Roger. Okay, okay, and okay. this is why. And, of course, I may be totally wrong, but I think my theories are kind of valid. Like, my not my theories, sorry. My my points are kind of valid. Okay. Maybe I don't know if I'm saying this is the right word. Anyways, for starters, because... You keep getting these scenes with like his, with Garp and like um, Mihawk and stuff that he has, and then even Luffy himself. Like I've always been a pirate. Let's start off with the grandpa. Like for starters, like he, we have Luffy who looks like a completely ethnicity. I'm not gonna say looks because I don't think the looks really matters because you have, you you can be lighter skin and be mm-hmm. that ethnicity. So I want to say the. The, even the accent. So you have Garp who sounds very like... Um, I believe he's Scottish? Yeah, something or like... Or no, I- Irish. Irish. He's okay. Irish. So he has like this Irish accent, right? And you have Luffy with like a Hispanic, Spanish accent, right? Mm-hmm. So how did this happen? How is that that he's your biolo- yeah. is he your grandpa? So we haven't established is that his biological grandpa. Mm-hmm. So this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that when um gold roger got thrown down or uh, executed and wasn't garp there garp was there yes okay so i i i believe that when that happened gold roger had this son and garp didn't want to kill him or they didn't or someone didn't want to kill him right mm-hmm. um so i think he took him in and that's what he was says like i've always been a pirate because his dad's a pirate. Like, it's in his blood. Like, mm-hmm. he cannot not be a pirate. He can't be a Marine because he's it's not in his blood kind of thing. That's kind of, like, the way I see it. I think that that's what happened in there. And the other clues that I've gotten is where, like, even Mihawk is, like... Mihawk says, like, it's their turn. It's his turn. Like, he has potential. I want to see what he has because... I think kind of briefly said something about... I don't know. How, I can't even remember exactly what it was. But it sounded like he was saying, like, because of who his dad is... Or his history, his background. And I think that's why. Okay. He has a background of someone epic. And maybe okay. it might not it might not be Gold Roger, maybe, but I think it might be because he ended up with Garp. Okay. You know? Um, so that's my theory in that. Now my other theory that I kind of developed while watching the anime 
Okay. Was that it might be... Uh, this one might... I'm not really confident about this one, but that it might be... Um, Shanks. Shanks. Yes, I remember you talking about this. Shanks. I believe that it might be Shanks because Shanks looks like Luffy in the anime. Mm-hmm. He kind of reminds me of Luffy. Like the body structure or whatever. Yeah, okay. Um, I see what you're saying, yeah. And he's always there. Okay. He is... Because we're never like, where's... Like, how does... I never see Garp. You know, eventually we do, but I feel like he's always there and he treats him like a son or he really sees him like, even Luffy sees him like this very important like figure, like mm-hmm. a maybe father figure and he wants to be like him so bad. And I have a feeling that maybe he didn't want it to be known that that's his son because it might be a potential threat because it sounds like Shake is like this crazy pirate who people fear and maybe he didn't want that kind of threat around his son but he also i also feel like he's like luffy we're like i'm not gonna stand in his way of becoming a pirate one day and fulfilling his dreams but i'm I'm also not gonna like feed it into him i'm gonna let let him make that decision and i'm not gonna let him just jump into it i'm gonna make sure he's ready he's always telling like you're not ready you're not ready and and i think that's also because he cares about him in the sense maybe like a father would i could be wrong that's my other theory. Okay, okay. Um, okay. And I ain't gonna say shit. Ugh, I'm gonna make fine. sure you wait. I have I don't have any theories about the mom or anything like that. Um I am interested as how it's gonna play out with um like the whole mar- marine thing where like Garp knows that's his you know, he's a pirate. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's another thing. Like he established that, like I just wanted to make sure. Like, when he was, like, testing him, mm-hmm. I just wanted to, I've always known this, but I wanted to make sure that you knew. You know? Yeah. And in my like, head, I'm thinking, like, he himself knows he is a pirate, and it's because that's not his biological grandpa. He know his dad has to be a pirate. Whether it's Gold Roger or Shanks or some other pirate we don't know about yet, his dad's a pirate. Okay, okay. Again, I ain't gonna say shit, because I can't wait, like, for you to... to to experience everything because there's like so many reveals later down the line so it's like and i do think in season two i i believe season two will confirm some of your answers okay if they're going the same you know source material route that they did with season one we should get some of those answers could you say you don't find out till like what season two or three uh for which part who's his dad i believe it's the next big villain arc so like in the anime basically the big villain of of this arc is arlong yeah shark dude shark dude shark guy and then the next big villain of the next arc his name is crocodile and in that arc you do learn okay for sure who he his his dad is uh but in the anime there's a little portion in between there's a lot of, or there's a good amount of stuff that happens in between. So I don't know how Netflix is going to do their season mm-hmm. two of like, is it going to be what's in between? Or are we going to go a little bit of in between and then... Big story. Big story as well. You know, like kind of like how uh, in episode one, it's all about Kobe, Luffy, and... The, the crew. And no, like just, just the, the... Oh, episode big, one. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like... I thought you said season one. Yeah, because the, the main plot of of season one is learning who buggy is well basically get gathering the crew but ultimately defeating arlong 
So I think season two might follow that same format where the first maybe episode or two is just kind of like introducing some new characters, some build up, and then like the rest of the half of the season is, oh, Crocodile, what that whole storyline is and all of that, right? So if we are going to Alabasta, that's the country of season two, you will get some answers. Okay. Which most likely, I think most likely they're doing Alabasta, which I can't wait. That's like my second favorite arc of the anime and it's so early on Mm -hmm. because in the anime there's like fucking 30 arcs Mm -hmm. but god i'm just hoping i don't think they'll ever catch up to the anime because i think the actors will get too old okay so i think things like this take forever to film it's at least a couple years Mm -hmm. between so um i'm hoping at least what they may have to start doing is like multiple arcs in one season you know, like they may have to do like. You think you'll feel too rushed? It might, but it's either that or they just the show never gets finished. It gets canceled. Well, I don't think it can get canceled. It'll be more of like discontinued. Discon- they're gonna yeah. have to have some sort of like goodbye moment mm-hmm. or like okay, like we're done. Yeah, like just a happy little ending. Yeah. Um. Because they can they can skip some arcs, in my opinion. They they can get away with skipping some arcs, but I do think like. Like, all the actors will be in their 40s by the time they catch up to the yeah. the source material. So, they got to figure something out. But that's why it's an adaptation, not a one-to-one. Mm-hmm. Um, but what would, you like, what would you like to see in season two? I'm curious. Well, I want to know who the dad is. Okay. But anything else? Like, with other characters? Um, Not that I can think of right now. Okay. Um, I, I, I just, I am interested to see where they go next. Okay. You know, like, is now, and how their dynamic is going to be. Because a lot of it was them, like, in a way, trying to find their groove and trying to trust each other. And, or allow themselves to open up to each other. Um, and then Luffy did a really good about bringing them together. And they had a lot of baggage. And I feel like in this season, they laid out that baggage, you know. And you see it at the end where they put their leg up on the barrel. Mm-hmm. And, in you know, like, I feel that they are established, like, okay, we're a crew officially. We decided we are a crew. We're going to be there for each other. And we are going to follow our dreams. Um, so I do want to see how that dynamic is going to work out in season two. And how does that play a role in how they maybe fight other pirates and conflicts. So I am really, or if there's anything else that we don't know about them. You know, yeah. that little other side stuff that we don't know that might be happening. So, okay, okay, okay. Well, we'll either find out in season two or we'll catch up in the anime. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, any any final thoughts for One Piece season one on Netflix? I think just I'm really happy with it. I, I have I don't really have anything negative towards it to say because I just like I said before, earlier, like I went in with it with a very positive attitude and the way I see it is like if I was entertained the whole time and I wanted to see more and I felt things like I felt like crying I felt laughter I felt compassion and happiness that in itself is really good writing and I think the actors did a great job I love the cast um so I don't really have anything bad to say about it other than some people have really bad opinions out there um and again it's their opinion but I think they're bad wrong opinions because it's nitpicking yeah a lot of the negativity is nitpicking um I like I have I I have some negatives of it, 
because I don't think it's a perfect show. I, I think it was, like you said, entertaining, which is the most important thing. Like, am I entertained? Am I drawn in? Do I want to see the next episode? Uh, but, like, there's certain things that I feel like you just kind of have to accept in in anime adaptations. For example, like, calling out the moves, right? When every time he's like, gum gum But that pistol. happens in the anime, right? It does. But my, my point being is that, yes, it happens in the anime and they're being accurate to it. But that thing in itself is cheesy. It's, it's, it's quirky. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, it's, what what's another word I'm, I'm looking for? It's, uh, it, it's just like, it's cheesy, but it's okay. You know, it's harmless. There's no way to make gum gum pistols like actually sound cool or mm-hmm. be cool in that context. Like it's just gonna be goofy and that's well, okay. I feel that in general, even in the anime, calling out your moves is corny. Yeah, and I mean you got <laughs> you Goku know? going spirit ball or like kamehameha, you know, every time or destructo disc. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 but I like that they played with it where Luffy's like, Oh, all great warriors call out their finishing moves and then like Zoro's like, No, they don't. And then you know? the other guy's like and then so does Sanji says like, Oh, you're gonna fit right in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sanji does it then too and, and, and so like it's little things like that where I'm sure someone is going to bed angry because they're like, his gum gum pistol sounded bad. It's like, bro, it's always gonna sound bad. Like it's it's someone calling out a move, you know, it's, it's, it, but they, they can adapt. They made it work. And the way they made it work is that they made the show feel okay to be a little cheesy at times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a serious show. It's not the Witcher, right? Mm-hmm. Like it oh, has yeah. comedy. It has goofy moments. It has mm-hmm. sad moments. It has a little bit and of it everything. it is catered to like, not necessarily, I want to say the word catered. But it's like a family-friendly show yes. as well. Like, kids can watch this and they're going to love it. They're probably up on their couch saying that, like, pretending they're Luffy themselves. I think there was one moment where Zoro said, like, what the fuck? Or something like that. Like, he, he dropped an F-bomb. Yeah, he did. I don't remember what the But kids still context. say that word anyways. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> they hear it at school. It's, it's fine. Um, Not that they should, but they do. All right, out of 10, what, what do you rate it? I... Yeah, what do you rate it after that... Walking away from it, watching the whole season, what do you rate it? I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Okay. I'm taking away a 1 because Zoro's story didn't make me feel what I should have felt. Okay. Okay. I was going to give it between an 8.5 and a 9. Okay. Um, I think it, it nailed every... I, I think, if anything, it was casted perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they got the One Piece humor down. Like, it's it's the goofy banter, the characters, you know, bickering at each other, but then, like, having their backs. Like, I think, you know, Buggy was great. I loved Garp, um, Luffy, Sanji. Like, everyone felt great. Like, there wasn't... I was afraid with this type of cast or this big of a cast of, like, oh, well, what if Zoro sucks? What if Sanji... What if Usopp sucks? Like, what if... I don't like one of them. Like one of them is just weighing down the others, and I don't feel like I don't feel like anyone did that. I don't think there was one bad character. Even the Hel uh, Helmopo, Helmepo, mm-hmm. he did a great job. Oh, yeah, he did. You know, like he came up, he came out right out the bat being annoying. Like I'm the son of a, a marine lord. Oh, you can't touch me. And like he he's annoying, but like intentionally. And he has a good character development and towards the you, end. Tor- yeah. Throughout the series, it's like every time 
he popped on screen. I was expecting to hate him even more, but I started liking him more. Mm-hmm. And it just shows it's good writing, good characters. And, and yeah, so yeah, the, the you know, the pacing's a bit different, but it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good story. Still a good story. So yeah, I mean, I, I would be comfortable giving it a nine out of 10, but it's somewhere, somewhere there, somewhere around between eight and nine for me. Um, but I want season two. Mm-hmm. I, I know I can't two. wait. I was always so excited to go to work and ask all the One Piece fans that I know, be like, "Have you started watching the show?" They're like, "No, yes." Like it was very exciting for yeah. me. To, or any anime lovers, I'm like, "Do you have you watched it yet?" You know. Yeah. And then someone like, "No, I'm just gonna like watch it." You know. So I I feel like the fact that that show is making me do that says a lot. Yeah. You know. Um, and in your opinion, mattered to me a lot too. Like just seeing that you were enjoying it. Cause I remember like the first episode I was trying to not say much because I wanted to get your reactions. Like I wanted to see what you were thinking after the episode was over. And then you liked it. I was like, okay, cool. I can like it too then. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was great. It was definitely great. All right. I think that's, that's a good place to wrap up. Um, please, please leave us your comments. Um, your thoughts, whether you think our thoughts sucked um that prove us wrong maybe i don't know um but yeah just leave us some comments or wherever you're listening to this whether it's i think we're gonna try for sure youtube and spotify or or like spotify apple whatever apple well we're gonna look into it but we're still fairly obviously fairly new to this leave a review um and yeah and also if there's anything else you guys would like us to go more in depth into like, if you felt like we could have talked about something, but we didn't, let us know, because we're brand new to this. So, there may be things that we just didn't think to talk yeah. about. I also didn't want to make the episode, like, yeah. two hours long, yeah. you know? Um, but also, what about what about stuff you want to share? Like, your Twitch channel? Like oh, where can you TikTok. find me in the World Wide Web? Yes. Okay. My socials. The WWW, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um... So, Twitch, I am Lumi Kills on Twitch. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, I am Luminous Kills. And uh, I think that's it, no? TikTok. Oh, t- what about TikTok? My TikTok is also Lumi Kills. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I, no, it's, no luminous it's Luminous Kills. Kills. Yeah, it's Luminous Kills. I wanted it to all be Luminous Kills, but someone on Twitch decided to use my name. Yep. And I had to shorten it to Lumi Kills, which is fine because Lumi is like a short, sweet way of saying Luminous. So Lumi is fine. Um, but yeah, so Lumi Kills only on Twitch. Everything else is Luminous Kills. Yeah, you can find me there. I'll be hanging out there. Not really, but I will be there. Okay. And then for me, plain and simple, it's just Hako Plays. H-A-K-O Plays. Pretty much everywhere. So TikTok, YouTube is pretty much what I stick to. Twitter. X. Uh, you mean X. I don't want to talk about it. that's a whole ass other podcast right there, but good job. High five. First tick or TikTok. First podcast done. We can put it uh, we can put a snip on TikTok. And uh Okay, fire alarm. We're almost done. We're almost done. But uh but yeah, thank you guys for hanging out and we'll see you guys next time. Alright, bye. Bye.